1: fire. Now slip into your boat shoes and squeeze your Swedish meatballs. We're about to set sail. Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, joined by the blocking Baco. How are you, sir?
2: I am well, Loose. It's good to talk to you again. Um, of course, I'm blocking Adele. I'm, I want to apologize to our listeners for last episode. There will not be any Adele going forward on, on Cobras and Fire. Not if I have anything to say about it, Luce. <laughs> yeah, who knew? Who knew
1: Adele and Steelheart had a connection?
2: <laughs> yeah, we can thank uh, the mothership for that. Yes, yes.
1: So anyway, so what do you want to talk about?
2: Well, well first of all, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, did you, uh, did you uh, do anything uh, fun for, uh, for, for V-Day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, eh. No, I think I forgot to even
1: get the wife something. I'm pretty much an asshole. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: well, it's always great when it lands on a Wednesday. Yeah, it's perfect, right? I mean, yeah. uh, but Valentine's Day is all such a joke. I, I do, On the way home, though, I did stop uh, at one of those mom-and-pop uh, <laughs> flower stores yeah. that apparently use Valentine's Day to make their entire quarterly profit.
2: And, I'd say <laughs> yeah, total fiscal year profit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I walk in there, and they're the shittiest little bunches of flowers for like $50. I walk in there, I go, nope, not supporting local business. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm out of there. So I drive a by a,
2: a florist uh, almost daily, yeah. and they have a, one of those big signs where you like put your specials on with these slide-in numbers and letters, right? Sure. And it almost always has the price of a dozen roses, and <laughs> like the week leading up to Valentine's Day, it's like thirty-five dollars, and then the day after, it's back to the regular twelve ninety-nine or something, you know? Oh,
1: that's that's even light. I saw a two dozen roses for one hundred and twenty dollars in this place.
2: Yeah, but you right. got a vase with that.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Comes to the face. Didn't we mention? <laughs> so, anyway, moving past moving yeah. past uh, Cupid and True Love. and what uh, do you, what, what I, We
2: yeah. said this is oh. going to be the year of fashion. Uh, what are you wearing, Luce?
1: Oh, thank you. I'm glad you cut to that. I am tonight wearing a Nike baseball cap. I am hmm. adorned with a um, what's the brand of Target? Champion? Okay, and, yeah. Yeah, I've got that like a flannel uh, zip up pullover. I've got again these (laughs) striped pants that are the uh, of the Reebok variety. Okay. um, And a pair of black socks that I have not changed since uh, six (laughs) a.m. this morning when I went to work. So
2: I know. How about you, please? Um, Well, I am uh, adorned in uh, Nike shower shoes. Um, (laughs) I have a pair of uh, uh, pajama pants on and a Calgary Flames T-shirt.
1: Okay. Oh, not the uh, the typical T-shirt you usually wear. The um, I <laughs> no. Listen back
2: to that. I I I cleaned out my rotation. I got a fresh batch
1: of shirts going through <laughs> now. Now here's the here's the main question: Are you tucked or untucked?
2: Oh, I'm untucked. <laughs>
1: okay. Just want to make sure I didn't I didn't know if you were.
2: Man, how sad would that be if you're tucking in a T-shirt into your pajama pants? <laughs>
1: Well, you're ready to interview Gene Simmons.
2: Oh, yeah. Hey, well, there the you go.
1: <laughs> Let me get my shirt tucked in here. Yeah. Uh, re- ready to go. <laughs> Anybody needs night an witness, I'm ready. I won't be there, but I know exactly what
2: happened. <laughs> See a previous episode for that. As uh, anybody listening to the last episode knows, that we launched our or pays attention on our Facebook page, we launched a little bit of a crowdfunder uh, called the Buy a Beer Program, uh, where anybody for as little as five dollars can, uh, j- as a contribution to the show to help our cover our annual fees, um, can pick a beer that we'll go out buy and we'll uh, we'll be drinking it while we're podcasting and uh, we'll share our thoughts on it and give a a shout out to the purchase the the purchaser. Uh, yeah. So is that the right way to say ju- it? that purchaser? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: The, the person that's contributed towards podcast gold fuel. Yes. So uh, first off, we want to thank
2: fueled by Jay- beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we want to thank Jason Kearney, right?
2: Yeah, Reno, Nevada. If I'm not, uh, if I'm correct,
1: somewhere in Nevada. Yeah. in okay. Vegas or Reno, one of those, one of those areas. But but thank you very much. He's definitely helped us in the past, and we yep. are. Thank you, Jason. Going to we have each, each uh, tracked down. What is the name of the beer?
2: It's uh, Elysian Space Dust, and of course, it's a fucking IPA. So, <laughs> right at <laughs> my, my alley, Kearney. Thank you.
1: <laughs> it's definitely my alley. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's definitely I'm sure it's for good. me. Oh
2: yeah. So, but
1: let me, oh, uh, let, me uh, let me let grab me crack it. mine here.
2: So, yeah, yeah. Crack it open. Oh, that just took my eye out. <laughs> take a quick So here's graph. So here's what oh, Man, that smells like a gym sock. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, let's here's how I think we should review it. We should re- review the the label, the presentation, okay? Mm-hmm. We should we should then um, say the uh, ABV, okay? And um, then we'll take a taste. Is that is that is that acceptable to you?
2: Sure. And the ABV is how much alcohol is in it for the people listening. So anyway, what do you think of this label? It's uh, got a hop blowing
1: space dust. Yes, and the actual six pack that I ha- that I purchased actually has really shiny stars on the side of it. Um, yes. So it's- well,
2: is your wife going to see that major dent taken out of your uh, checking account? <laughs> Well, it's it's covered
1: by Jason Kearney. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's fine. So, yeah, so it's, it's – well, we'll describe it to you. It's a space dust IPA. Mm-hmm. It is – the uh, the hopping is pure star glow energy Ooh. with Chinook to bitter and late and dry additions of citra and Amarillo. Now, I have to tell you, I am a big fan of the citra hops. I finally figured out that IPAs, they're lighter in color and have citra hops, are definitely the better ones. Now, would you like to, would you like to add anything to it or would you like to get down to it and taste it?
2: Let's give it a taste, man. I'm uh, thirsty. Okay, here we go. Okay.
1: Well, I guarantee this is knocking you <laughs> out <in> your side. <laughs> this is uh, this is definitely for an IPA. It's eight point two percent. So oh it's, man, you it's need definitely... like a
2: knife and fork to drink this. Jesus. <laughs> yeah,
3: this is so... this is
1: hearty. Exactly. So. You know, it, oh boy, that aftertaste
2: is, is going to be there in the morning. Oh,
1: yeah, I know. This is one that you have once oh, yeah. in a night. You, this is not one you you you, crank you once and brush
2: your teeth and make sure you get the tongue down there or the the back of your tongue. <laughs> uh. This is not one that you.
1: This is not one you. you this is not a six pack you you uh, clean off uh, during a, a Vikings game. <laughs> <in jail.
2: laughs> I would not make it to the third quarter. No. Oh my God! I'd wake up with my cats licking my face and. Probably licking the vomit off my cheek or something.
1: You'd have a whole conversation about how many times your cat has usurped you. I think.
2: Did I eat all the little smokies already? Ugh.
1: But anyway, thank you very much, Jason. And if you would like, cheers,
2: to Jason yeah, cheers. Kearney.
1: Clink. But there you go. So, yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, but let's get down to business. Do uh, and, you, and by the way,
2: you too can uh, go to our Facebook page. You can look, track down our crowdfunder, and uh, just drop $5 in the bucket and uh, tell us what kind of beer you want us to drink and uh, and share. And we'll give you a shout out on the show and uh,
1: also a picture. And a picture, yeah.
2: Evidence. And uh, by the time this episode's out, the picture of us uh, post hoisting our Elysian space dust. Uh, in the air will be on the facebook page as well Uh, and kearney will know because he'll been tagged in it
1: all right so what else do you want to cover before we actually talk about the subject of today's show what is today's subject well we are going to talk about your favorite country your favorite source of music something you've been asking me to do for a very long time and that's we are going to talk
2: about bands from sweden what do you say yeah i got nothing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, I How think, many of them have female singers? Uh, none on my list. Okay, actually, right. None. Uh, so you know,
1: obviously, we just Must right now we, only just lost a, we just lost the Meister. He just automatically dialed out.
2: Right yeah. now. Oh no, no chick singers. Sorry. Nope. But
1: yeah, man. I mean, Sweden. What I what I noticed in um, I saw this in Despegue one point two was that there are so many. The UK and Sweden are. By far, the main sources for bands that I like that are of the new breed. Or at least ones never, I've discovered more bands, even if they're older. I realize they're, they're of the Swedish variety. you have any Swedish jokes you want to throw in there first before we go forward? Uh, I can
2: do an impression of the Swedish chef from Muppets.
1: Oh, please do. What? Well, how about you use that? To... <laughs> That's that is more than that. You gotta, why don't you intro the song for me using that kind of thing? Okay, what song are we going with? Well, hold on for a second. I want to go into something that that so you don't like you don't you think you don't like Swedish music? Is that correct?
2: Uh, I'm generalizing and saying the majority of the stuff I've heard come out of Sweden sounds like the worst of '80s hair metal.
1: Okay, so what you're saying is you're a, a genre Swedish. I love. You're a Swedish.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm a Swedish.
1: You're you're a racist against the Swedes.
2: Now, <laughs> um, I don't think it's possible. I'll, I'm part Swedish.
1: Well, you know, even even
2: Phil Ensemble likes the Swedish. Did you know that? (laughs) Well, they are blonde, the Aryan.
1: (laughs) That is true. But anyway, moving on. I'm going to play a song from what I think is going to be my album of the year at the end of the year. Okay. And it's something I never would have thought I would say. I would never say the greatest album I've heard in at least the last couple of years is a band called Turbo Negro. <laughs>
2: well, Turbo Negro all right. I'm not sure I knew before our pre-show prep that they were Swedish, but. Uh...
1: Yeah, so, so but, but they've been around for quite a while. Um, they've had, they have great.
2: No, great, you, uh, hold on. You mentioned Phil Anselmo. He is not a fan of this band.
3: I don't think so, no. End of joke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But the song I'm going to play right now, which has a little bit of an homage to My Stars by Alice Cooper in the first eh, 30 seconds or so, it is called hot for, tell me if I'm pronouncing this right, Nietzsche.
2: Yes? Yeah, no, it's actually
0: pronounced...
1: Be an episode of Cobras and Fire if there wasn't a kiss reference or some kind of riff. So uh Baco, take it away.
2: You uh you saw the post on uh, from Gene Simmons Twitter where he uh went after bootleggers. <laughs> he said his he's basically calling out to his fans to nark out anybody that and he calls them friends. Friends, sure. p- please rat out anybody you know bootlegging the Gene Simmons vault because my lawyers are frothing at the mouth and hungry to sue You know, and it just... uh, First of all, what the fuck's he talking about? Does he know what bootlegging means? It doesn't mean file sharing. I mean, (laughs) I I guess it's in the same boat. It doesn't mean throwing it up. I guess throwing it up on YouTube isn't really bootlegging, isn't it? It might be illegal.
1: Right. Yeah. No, bootlegging is, (laughs) in his mind... There's some guy in a long uh, leather coat, much like Rob Halford's, with a, th- a thesaurus inside of it. Instead and of the thesaurus, he, he's got the vault. <laughs> that's right! He's just got the vault, except it's it's in 10, 10 CDs and it doesn't, wear, it doesn't weigh 30 pounds. And he's it's just actually
2: it. Rob Halford. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is my
2: other coat.
1: Hey, are you part of the metal community that I have? <laughs> I have a bootleg vault for you. Oh, my God. Do you want to hear my uncle's a
3: raft? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, it's it like he's you. like like the worried that people. This is not the guy selling fake T-shirts in the parking lot, Gene.
1: <laughs> but he's calling out at that point. He's calling out probably. This is a realistic number: three hundred humans that own mm-hmm. the vault, right? Yeah, you know. Point?
2: Oh, you know, I talked to our boy Hollywood Poonie. Uh yeah. He did have to sign something that said he wouldn't. Uh, do uh, do rips on it or something like that. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Before he even got it, he had to sign it. go document. ahead
2: and post on Facebook if you want to correct the terminology there. But we definitely... I, I had heard that, that he, people who got the vault had to sign something that said they would never sell it. He said that was not the case, but it was something that said they, they couldn't, you know, distribute oh, it online or anything.
1: Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I am going to anticipate that the main reason for that because I haven't heard anything on it. But the but the main reason for that, I think, is the fact that if it did get out, then people would stop going to the Gene Simmons experience. <laughs>
2: uh, you know what? I think I, the people that pony up... The, I, I've kind of turned on this one. I do think... Um, uh, the, the the people that have the two grand that show up to this are going to enjoy the experience enough that the quality right. of music probably isn't going to... And, you know, it is a cool package and a collectible. Uh, and if you're dropping two grand to spend an hour, well, it's a few hours with Gene and whoever, you know, butchers some songs on acoustic, you clearly are a collector, so...
1: Right, and, and I get that. It's, it is, that's why it's sold, is the experience, because I guarantee out of those 10 desks, there's maybe 10 songs that'll be like... Why weren't these released? And then the rest of them I go. I understand why they weren't released. I'm just guessing. Yeah. So, anyway, anything? What? What else do you want to say about the? Well, the did you know he's got? Uh,
2: well, that's all it on that. I just you know, Gene. Uh, well, well, I do have one thing. I think it's funny sure. that that he's he'd rather spend the money to put lawyers on retainer than just offer this thing on a hundred dollar thumb drive to the people who can't afford the two grand, rather than make money on that. Which what he'd probably profit about ninety nine dollars and fifty cents. You know, right. including postage. You know, I just I I think that there's a way for him to to do this vault experience thing. And you know, because it's like first class on an airplane, I'm okay. You know, if you can't sit up there, thank you, Michael Branvold. Uh, but uh, it's just <laughs> <laughs> more on that in the future. Uh, but uh, let me cut that down.
1: What did you have a brain fart?
2: <laughs> it was a great southern brain fart, Luz.
1: Okay, continue.
2: Uh, anyway, I just think there's a way to, to accommodate everybody. Do this do do this experience for the people who can afford it and have a good time at it. And then also, you know, th- throw the, the fans that actually just want to hear the music a bone, you know. A no-frills, MP3, you know, thumb drive. Boom. Yeah,
1: I, I think you're right there because I think that the people who are going to spend $2,000. They're still getting exactly an experience. They're meeting in. They're mm-hmm. hanging out for – I didn't know it was going to be like – 7 hours or whatever the hell they're doing yeah, like it's pretty cool. All these different things, Bruce Kulick shows up, maybe Ace, maybe Vinny, you never know and all this stuff like that. Like the actual music is almost an afterthought if you think
2: about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean honestly after you see everything that's been going on Did you happen okay. to see any of that that uh footage of the guy who had to drop the 50 grand to bring him to his house in Miami?
1: Somebody actually did that?
2: Yeah, and it was on, uh, someone shared some of the video in the Kiss Room, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know why, you know, when I when I saw the 50 grand package, I, of course, imagined him in my modest home. But <laughs> of, of, of course, someone with 50 grand is going to have, I mean, the, the living room, it was like a, it was first of all, it was like, right out of, it was like, I expected like, you know, Crockett and Tubbs to come in and bust him for snorting coke or something, but <laughs> it was this gigantic marble palace. Uh and it's oh, like why it be? it's Ace, It's Ace and Gene. <laughs> Instead of playing acoustics, they're playing electric and it's a bass and a guitar, and boy, you know how good that sounds. Oh my god. Oh I did see that. It sounded fucking horrible. It sounded uh, like somebody that
1: never played music before in their I, life.
2: I'd rather have him like do dishes or something, honestly. <laughs>
1: It was so bad. I'm like, they're trying to, they're struggling through cold gin. I'm like, how are you guys not playing cold gin properly?
2: I mean, doesn't this guy with a 50 grand have know somebody who knows a drummer and a, you know? I mean, maybe get a fucking a <laughs> PA on yeah, sticks, to, some kind of little four channel could, mixer. They
1: could, they couldn't tell time. That was the problem.
2: Oh, but yeah, no, not good for him. Whatever, go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, well, another Gene news. He's got another book coming out. One more for the the collector out there. Yeah. Have, you, uh, have you heard the title? No. It's uh, How to Make Millions Selling Dolls to 40-Year-Olds Who Are Held Back in the Fourth Grade. <laughs> oh my god oh my god it's <laughs> a it sounds like a page turner loose <laughs> that
1: that sounds excellent
2: finally uh, something re- he's, ama- he's uh he's a uh, knowledgeable on no it's called 27 um it turns out through his extensive research that gene himself has done he came across this uh uh this anomaly of musicians dying at the age of 27 so mm-hmm. he's gonna cover that you know kurt cobain Jimi hendrix janice joplin uh Amy Winehouse, can you think of any others? Um,
1: no, but I'm guessing the theme is that he has nothing in common with any of these
2: people. Hey <laughs> like you, you know who else is 27 right now?
1: Oh, let me think here. Um
2: Ed Sheeran. I was
1: gonna say Bieber.
2: Fingers crossed, people <laughs> So, no, well yeah, I mean, I don't know what Gene's going to I mean, it's this has got to be basically ghost written or heavily contributed by someone who's doing all the research. Right. I mean, I mean, you've heard about this before, right? People, musicians dying at 27.
1: Um, I, I didn't know that was the magic number, but but it does sound, you know, that is kind of the, the zone. It seems like, yeah. before well, three.
2: it's definitely Gene is not the first person I heard it from. I can tell you that. But uh, okay, anyway, fine. well, good luck to him. I hope the book does well and becomes a New York Times bestseller. And uh, he can brag about what a powerful <laughs> and attractive man he is. So
1: I'm just trying to figure out what he would contribute to that. It would just be like this person died at 27 next chapter. You know what and I mean? Like, a,
2: a, and just a reminder of why I never numbed myself with drugs and yes. alcohol. It made Here my a... schmeckle not work.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like here's a book to validate why I don't do alcohol or drugs. That's basically here it is. It,
2: right
1: here it is. Let me list everybody that's died at twenty seven. He's probably gonna not only just take rock stars, just just find the obituaries of every <laughs> town. It's just a list. It's like a it's phone just a book. It's a list. It's a phone book of death. Uh. It goes on for four hundred pages and then at the end it has but it's signed by him. That's all it is. It's an original signature at the end. Thank you very much for your money.
2: I have a book uh, that in the back has, uh, uh, you know how you, you you see those lists of uh, like people who were born on your birthday. Sure. This is people who died on your birthday. You can look up and see <laughs> uh, famous nice. famous people. So. All
1: right.
2: All right. Next Fair Halloween enough. we'll crack into that that uh, happy little book.
1: Perfect. Well, as always, we're going to do a Cobra's hard. Uh, what do you call it? Hard left. Hard left. And we are going to play a song. Let me. Uh, you know what? I'll give you your pick. You ready? Because yeah. I want to do some honorable mentions. <laughs> okay. Uh, some of these bands you may know, might not know, but um, I'll, I'll tell you the song after. But I'm going to give you a choice of The Hives, Eclipse,
2: or Hardcore Superstar. Ooh, it's down to two. Ah. Sh- Hardcore superstar.
3: You can do the body, just to see me!
2: Hardy, <laughs>
1: Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm done after this one. But thank you, Jason. But uh, yeah, so anyway. Good choice. So ABBA, right? That's, that's a band out of there. Yeah. And one of the bands I want to feature that I actually played this song on probably the first two or three episodes. But I was going through their whole catalog, and I was like, what song do I want to play? But this is the one that was my gateway drug. So if I'm talking about Sweden, I got to play them. And that is the band Mustache. That has a breakdown in the solo section that has a little, little bit of ABBA into it if it was filled with kick ass guitars, and that is Double Nature.
2: Winter is almost over my friend. You know what March 1st is? That is the first day of meteorological spring. That's the Which spring is bullshit. I, I acknowledge meteorological spring because it comes 21 days sooner. So, and uh that means <laughs> all this fat is gone. Yeah, right. I shed. I shed fat. Oh, do you right right after March? Yeah, March by March 1st by noon. I'm I'm like a fucking chiseled God, you know, it's amazing. You put on your uh, uh, guns out, suns out, or suns out, guns out shirt. Yeah, this year though, it's going to be the Cobras and Fire. Do I even know you, bro? Tank,
1: (laughs) the yellow one. what you can
2: see from from Mars. It's it's awesome. How about you, man? How's your winter gut going?
1: Oh my God, I I have, I have, uh, I don't know. He's storing nuts in the cheeks. I'll tell you this much. What happens to me during the winter and everything like that is I don't actually gain weight. Like, if I get on the scale, it's the same. It's just moved from yeah. areas. <laughs> you get weaker, and certain areas get bigger, and it's not in yeah. the groin. It's like, uh, that's how it goes. So anyway, so in that vein, um, uh, the wife and I yesterday, just on, on, a, on a whim, one of my buddies is doing. Have you ever heard of these things called Tough mutter?" Oh,
2: yeah. They do them out here.
1: Okay. So there's another one, the version they have all these offshoots where, in all these, you basically sign this waiver to say basically if you die, you can't sue us. And um, you're not
2: doing the tough mutter.
1: No, I'm not doing that. I'm doing this thing called Rugged Maniac, which is pretty
2: much the same damn thing. Oh, okay. You're not doing that.
1: (laughs) I am doing that. I well, I paid my money last night. How much? Uh, uh, forty-five each. We spent ninety. Yeah, you can skip that. So my point is, just we'll just keep this real quick. Is that yeah, okay. we'll, we'll have we'll have updates between now and the uh, expo? Is there's two extremes where I think there, that I will be showing up at the expo. I'll be showing up in relatively decent shape, okay, and
2: or. Injured. What do you think? <laughs> well, if, if, uh, if it's if, August,
1: if, I should mention, I should have mentioned it's August 11th. So like, oh, so it's you know,
2: real close to the, right, the rock so, and pod too. So, yeah,
1: so I'll be either like in dude, Nashville
2: like, at the end of August
1: in, in Nashville. Um, so I'll, I'll be showing up in a cast or be like, Hey, uh, looks like Canon at least is not. <laughs> you'll be, be showing up shape. with cannons
2: for arms or you'll have a really <laughs> good seat on the airplane.
1: <laughs> we'll see, but um, uh, but like so. What what is your predicted? <laughs> my point is, is that what's your predicted injuries? What will happen? Because we we're both very very brittle podcasters. Last year we broke ankles. Or what, you brought? What'd you break last year? Your I broke wrist? a wrist.
2: Yeah, you broke your wrist. Insert I broke masturbation an ankle. joke.
1: <laughs> we both fell down stairs in some yeah. some uh, manner uh, recently. <laughs> about about uh, a week ago. I was coming out. <laughs> I was coming out of the laundry room, and I tripped on a uh, the rug my, that my my wife put down, and I bruised my toe to the point where I thought it was broken. That was just two weeks ago, and isn't healing now. Have so you
2: suffered any injuries recently, I actually broke my pinky toe. Uh, um, it, it hurt really bad. I caught it on the corner of one of my road cases. I was barefoot walking in the basement, turned a corner. And I didn't think nothing of it, and then I took my sock off, and my pinky toe is pointing outward. <laughs> so I just kind of kinked her back in, and I don't know. Now it's fine. So but I it's realize a, these
1: the, these are the injuries that both of us sustain, or, 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 or
2: that that we by walking. But, hold on, it. Yeah. So
1: realize these are the type of injuries that we uh, have inside of our homes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Doing in. normal things. Oh, I turned this... a corner. Oh, blew a
1: knee. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, this thing has huge walls. I have to like crawl in mud pits, and you know, I, I am, I, and that whole thing is ridiculous too. Because you know, I, I like wet wipes. Imagine mud all over my body. I mean, what can I do?
2: Well, is, I can tell you dirty. this is. I know you pretty good. Um, you're, you're basically uh, the closest person to me in my entire life. Uh, <laughs> besides the wipes. So, besides, besides what?
1: The wife and uh, ten other people before me.
2: Sure, oh, them too. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, I know you well, and I am convinced that you're gonna fake an injury early on, like probably before <laughs> you even get mud. And like, ah, it's something like, ah, Ham's, Amy's kind of choked up. Uh, you guys go on without me. Yeah. That, was,
1: that, was just, that was the quote I was gonna say. It's like I'm in, I'm immediately in like like Vietnam. I'm like, oh,
2: I'm hit. Go on, please, you'll be, don't you'll, wait for me. You'll be icing your 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 thigh down with a six pack of this IPA <laughs> right. Kearney bought us uh, in right. the parking lot while your wife is <laughs> kicking everybody's ass.
1: Because I'm pretty sure this Elysian will make it till August. Because I don't know <laughs> if I can drink this until then. The only thing I would use this this beer for, Kearney, is is for pure painkiller.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm feeling no pain right now. No, thanks, Todd. Thanks, Uh-oh. Jay. I
1: can't remember his name. Oh, my That's God. That's what I'm saying. This fucking space beer space dust. Space dust.
3: <laughs> space dust.
1: The Hives, Eclipse, or Amanomarth?
2: A Marth. Amano Marth. probably isn't among the bands from sweden that will be appearing on the monsters of rock cruise there's got to be at least a couple on there right which uh as we're we are recording this is just wrapping up i believe <clears throat> oh
1: yeah no I, from i saw a couple posts on facebook or something like that what, what, what's the lineup this year
2: uh, I know Keel's there, <laughs> 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 and they went on it at uh, quarter to twelve uh, and 8 a a.m. Not uh, quarter to twelve. Yeah, they they went on just before noon, is what I'm getting at here. Did they uh, did they
1: say like this is for Baco?
2: I'm sure. Know, yeah, backstage? I guarantee Ron Kiel has been dropping my name to get laid the entire time, uh, which what's is the
1: funny. Of, what's the opposite of name dropping?
2: Yes. <laughs> Saying my name. Uh, yeah. Well there's always a decent amount of Decibel Geekers, uh, staffers on that on that ship. I know Meister goes almost every year. I think oh, So
1: Meister was that on uh, yeah. that one too.
2: Yeah. Okay. F- fucking Rock and Ron was there with Rock and Don. Was yeah. Okay. Um but no, yeah. So I mean it's it, it actually looks kinda like fun. I've never been on a cruise, have you?
1: I've been on a cruise, but I've never been on a on a rock cruise. In fact the first three or four years of the Kiss Cruise uh, existed I lived you know like an hour from Miami so it would have been you know in comparison a cheap cruise compared to people that have oh to make yeah because you know you don't have
2: to, to, to do the, the flight and stuff so
1: right and all that stuff like that but I just I just never the rock cruise I would want to do I never had really interest in going to the Chris cruise I, I I did definitely want to go to like a monster's of rock or something like that because I don't think I could take of any band it doesn't matter if that's my favorite band this like 24/ 7 of that band.
2: Um, yeah, I suppose, you know, for me, it's more that the Monsters of Rock cruise seems more like a social event where the sure. kiss, kiss cruise seems more like a social experiment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, Darwinism.
2: Yeah, it would be. You know, you can only take an ego boost for maybe one or two days on a cruise. <laughs> by, by day three, you start thinking you're becoming them. And the... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to tuck be... my T-shirt in, but my mind
1: says no. Three sides of a corn is three hours. This is
2: 24-7. Look, a buffet. Yeah, so I'm with you. I would much rather do the Monsters of Rock cruise just because it seems more... I don't know, fun. The artists aren't so big that they have to hold themselves off on one end of, the, of the, the boat, which, believe it or not, I would get why Gene and Paul aren't going to actually mingle. They would just well, get I mean, mobbed. I mean, even yeah. Def Leppard tried it, and it turned into a disaster, and Jimmy Bain died. So do you
1: know how to, uh, since you haven't been on a cruise, you probably don't know, like, you know, when the staff is there, they're there for like
2: well, I mean, I mean, I've, not... I've never been on a cruise, but I've, I've watched a lot of Love Boat. Carry on. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, I don't think they really broke this down, but the first (laughs) – oh, yeah, you've also seen Titanic, right? Oh, you have not. I have not, yes. Okay, all right. Well, uh, Titanic portrays a uh, a culture that the first, second, and third levels of the cruise, um, which are, by the way, the lower you get, the more you feel the the ocean. Uh Okay, so the more expensive rooms are higher up. Uh, that is where the staff is, okay? And so in, in, in Titanic, people are dancing a jig. They're, they're banging inside of uh, uh, limousines and stuff like that. That's not actually how it is. So basically what I'm saying is the staff and everybody like that is put down the bottom, the, the, basically the ghetto of the boat. And I'm guessing that that is exactly where Ted Poley and Steelheart is, somewhere between the, <laughs> somewhere between the
2: janitorial staff and um, the guy in the bathroom that hands you mints. And then you hear a knock at your door. Tommy, Tommy Thayer here to take your linens. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's where he is. Perfect. I love
2: Eric it. Singer's bringing, uh, picking up trays in the hallway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So back to the Monsters to Rock cruise, though, uh, there is this notice being circulated um, that it probably isn't real, but I think it's fun for us if we just decide it is. It, it looks very official. It's on Monsters to Rock, you know, uh, stationary heading and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> okay. and, and the title of it is "Masturbation Notice." Ooh! Now, if I like it already. A- <laughs> yeah, I knew you would. So I'm gonna read this through, and then afterwards, I'd like your to hear your thoughts on it. Okay.
1: So this is actually like something that you found where?
2: I found again? it on the Meister's uh, Facebook page. I believe, he was, <laughs> <laughs> I believe he was tagged, so to speak, in this uh, this uh, photo. So okay, okay, continue. All right. Masturbation in the showers is a violation of Monsters of Rock housing code. The shower drain... Oh, I'm sorry, this has an exclamation point at the end, so I should say it loud. <clears throat> the shower drains are not designed to handle semen. The the excessive amounts of semen in the drains cost thousands of dollars in maintenance and must be reflected in housing price increases for the next year. It's your money. Please masturbate in your own room. And at the bottom, it signs off with, please see your RA with any questions. Thank you for your cooperation.
1: I'm going to let you go on this right now, but I already have a a huge merchandising idea.
2: Well, even if this isn't real, this got me thinking. Okay, Go ahead. what do you think this? I want to preface this: the single dude to single woman ratio. Because I'm not claiming there aren't women on there. But what do you think the amount of single men to single women are on this thing?
1: You, you do want me to give you an answer? Or you
2: yeah. What you do answer? you think? What would your best guess be? Just oh, on that.
1: I'm gonna say zero to ten.
2: <laughs> I would, yeah. It's, yeah? It's ten to one at least. I mean, women, this is not a cruise a woman goes on, you know, single. I mean, I mean, you just want, there are plenty of meisters out there going on this. So, what I'm getting at is you're having fun. You're at basically a 24 7 rock concert. You're seeing, well, I mean, I don't know how they look now, but you know what I mean? It's like it's a rock show, you know, you get drunk, you get horny, and everything is double occupancy. Now, even if it's your buddy, Nobody wants to jerk off in a room with somebody else in it. Well, <laughs> for the typically, and nobody wants to be in a room with someone jerking off. So that leaves the fucking shower, man. And I don't know about of you, course. but but if if there's a guest at your house, where do you want them to masturbate if they must? For me, it's a oh, shower. I'll... As far as I'm concerned, it's just being polite.
1: Well, sure. I mean, there you got the you got the shower, you got the drain. You can you can uh, you know no cleanup. Eps- Absolutely, yes, of course. I mean. Continue, please. I, I think that's completely uh, completely acceptable. Well, and, uh, I, I, what do you think
2: about here? that? I mean, th- that seems like a fairly valid theory. Like, this might actually be a problem. Yes, but, but can you imagine? So you're saying
1: that the amount of semen at the Monsters uh, the the Monsters Rock Cruise, is enough, to clog
2: cruise. Oh.
1: is enough to clog the pipes and cause a plumber issue. More than wet wipes is what you're saying. Yes. More of a, yeah, this is more a bigger, of a situation. The, the semen this apparently is, bigger
2: is not flushable.
1: Yes. <laughs> but what about, what about the worst? Can you imagine a plumber going like, not only do you have wet wipes in here, but you have a wet wipe that you used on your own semen. This is fucking up the
2: pulling. Could you imagine if this is really a thing? Imagine pulling that snake back out. (laughs) And it's nothing but like Peter North exploding everywhere. (laughs) And it's just like what if, what if like some kind of like weird cloning guy put all this together (laughs) and like cloned like a sample of all the Monsters of Rock Crew single guys? You know what would happen? It
1: would, it would, it would I'll grow tell you right be... now,
2: that guy would not be allowed at any buffet in Vegas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, they, they would grow it, and it would be like, it would turn into Dirk Schneider. <laughs> there's an ego boost. <laughs> this man is, he is, he is like, I can't even take it anymore. So, but the theory is, is that there's nothing but, like, these guys see these concerts, they're by themselves, they're single. They're 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 just it's it's just it, oh my <laughs> god. All they're gonna do is it's is like it's it that nothing. I guarantee it. Two in the morning every every night. You just walk out. You just walk down the hall, and all you hear is,
2: "Oh, oh. No, because of this notice, you're gonna walk down the hall and see socks on the door handles, <laughs> letting their their roommate know they're jerking off. That's right.
1: But people just people walk by them, just grab them and use them as jerk socks. That's right. Defeats the purpose. Oh. Like they're there, and it's a, is this a signal? And all of a sudden, they just take them
2: away and they walk in. But I think all you're going to hear is showering and jerking off <laughs> and a lot of showering going on in this monsters of rock cruise <laughs> just, i just saw the iron maidens oh <laughs> <laughs> what was some of the
1: bands there though it's almost like it seems like it's oh god it's, it's it all this
2: just run down the like grab a hip parader from 1988 <laughs> Or metal edge, <laughs> and and you're you're gonna be fifty percent right just rattling it off. It's probably got well, yeah, slaughter it's, winger, uh, fucking bang is, you know is Tora, Tora. Tesla,
1: Tesla lives there. Tesla,
2: yeah, they, they are there actually, yeah.
1: Because you haven't been on a cruise. Every morning, what they do is they have these announcements of the things for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can just hear,
3: good morning,
0: good morning, everyone.
1: I just want to let you know, the semen is clogging the pipes. This is your captain. Dana Strom will be uh, orchestrating the shuffleboard <laughs> <laughs> tournament on decks 15 today. Again, don't come in
2: the pipes. Thank you. Oh my god! Oh,
1: you want to do a Cobra's hard left and finish the, the episode?
2: Yeah, off? let's get out of here, man.
1: Let's get out of here. We're gonna do a surprise song here, and this is another band from Sweden that's in post-production, I will. Look, choose. we already so said
2: every band is gonna be the, the from Sweden, so I think they already know it's from Sweden, and you're going to <laughs> okay, choose. Fine. So, Rock's not dead; it's hiding with Swedish fish, meatballs, and chefs. <laughs>
3: I you around